0: This episode is airing on Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. Hi everybody, this is Shannon, and I am here today with a couple of things. I, of course, have some new releases to discuss with you, but I also want to take some time to recommend some Pride-related reads, so if you're looking for something either Um, with LBGT characters, or that's by someone who's part of the LBGT community, um, I just want to give some recommendations. Amber and I did a Pride-related episode last June, so June of 2019. So if you go back through the episode archives, you can find that and hear um, some of last year's recs as well. So before I get into either of these things, I just want to give you the usual housekeeping information. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And now let's talk about new books before we get into books that are already out. Well, these are out too now, but all right, so new books. So the first three that I'm going to talk about are books that you've heard us mention before on our Most Anticipated Books of June episode. So finally, 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 The Last Train to Key West by Chanel Cleeton is out in the world. And this is a phenomenal book set in 1935 in Key West, Um just about the time that this huge hurricane is bearing down on the coast. And it's just a really stellar book told from the point of view of three different women. There are some romantic elements, some great historical detail. Um, Chanel Cleeton is fantastic. So this again is the last train to Key West by Chanel Cleeton. I talked about this um, on our most anticipated books of June. I, also talked about American Demon Return to the Hollows book one by Kim Harrison. Some people are calling this the hollows number 14. I'm not sure (laughs) which is correct but it doesn't matter because the hollows is a fantastic series and I'm so glad that she's writing in this world again. I am not current so I can't tell you much about what you can expect from this book, but if you love Kim Harrison, then definitely check it out. It is American Demon, and it is the new Kim Harrison novel. Natalia was looking forward to The Dare, which is the fourth book in L. Kennedy's contemporary romance series entitled Briar You, These are new adult books. I think some of them are male-male Um, But this particular one, I believe, is male-female. I have never read L. Kennedy, but Natalia speaks pretty highly of her. So check her out if you are so inclined. It's The Dare, Briar You, book four by L. Kennedy. Okay, now we have books that we haven't talked about previously. So first up is a book that came out yesterday. This is Witching Moon, The Wild Hunt, number 12 by Yasmin Gallinorn. I'm really into her Wild Hunt series. I didn't know if I could ever love a series as much as I love Otherworld, which was the series that I first knew um, Yasmin to write. And the Wild Hunt has a very different feel from Otherworld, but the characters are really special. And so I'm developing um, a definite fondness for this world. So this is um a raven book, so it's an anti-fay adventure. And I don't recommend you start here. I recommend going back to the Silver Stag and starting from the beginning. But this one is Witching Moon, The Wild Hunt, book 12 by Yasmin Gallandorn. And Abby Waxman has a new book out this week. It's called I Was Told This Would Get Easier and Abby Waxman is best known for novels like The Bookish Life of Nina Hill, which many of my fellow Beastresses really enjoyed last year. Um, I have not read any of her stuff yet, but I'm really excited. She seems to straddle that line between women's fiction and contemporary romance with some humor and a lot of heart. So I'm looking forward to giving everything of hers a try, but this new one is I Was Told It Would Get Easier, and it's by Abby Waxman. I also want to talk to you about Seven Lies by Elizabeth Kay. This is a debut thriller out this week, and it is about just what the title says about seven lies that a woman tells to her best friend, and how these seven lies affect their relationship in a really creepy and terrible way. So it's Seven Lies, and the author is Elizabeth K. If you enjoy young adult fiction, you may have read the Fake Plastic series by Zara Lisbon. And it started with Fake Plastic Girl. I got a little tongue twisted here. So Fake Plastic Girl was the first book. So this week... Fake Plastic World is out, and this asks the question, how badly does our heroine want to be famous, and who and what is she willing to sacrifice in order to achieve her dreams? So I have not read um, the first book in this series, although I've read really good reviews of it, so it's definitely on my list of things to try, but this one is Fake Plastic World, Fake Plastic, book two, by Zara Lisbon. Jessica Berry is releasing a book today, and this is called Don't Turn Around, and it's kind of a road trip mystery, I guess. Two women who are strangers are traveling across the country together, and if you want to know why and what happens to them, then you'll have to read it. It is Don't Turn Around by Jessica Berry. We also have some historical fiction. Um, This is We Came Here to Shine by Susie Orman Schnell. And this is set in 1939 at the iconic New York World's Fair. And it tells the story of an unlikely friendship between an aspiring journalist and a down-on-her-luck actress. Um, I have read a couple of books dealing with the World's Fair, um, but I don't think I've read... One in quite a while, so I definitely want to check this out. It is We Came Here to Shine, and it is by Susie Orman Schnell. Okay, so this particular book I'm going to talk about fits very nicely into both um, parts of this episode because it is a new book out today, but it's also a Pride-related read. So this is The Circus Rose by Betsy Cornwell. And it is a queer retelling of the tale, the fairy tale, Snow White and Rose Red. So it is about twins who are born into a circus family, and they have to outwit some evil religious extremists in order to save the circus and I think also the world at large. Okay. Next up is, I don't know if this is going to be women's fiction or a mystery. It could go either way. This is A Million Little Lies by Betty Lee Crosby. And our her heroine apparently started telling lies at the age of 10 when her mother died. And now, years later, all the lies that she's told are threatening now to destroy her. Um, so there's kind of a theme about people telling a lot of lies in this uh, group of book releases. But I think that's just kind of how fiction is these days. Lots of lies, lots of secrets. So this one is A Million Little Lies by Betty Lee Crosby. This next title makes me really happy. Um, This is The Invincible Summer of Juniper Jones by Devin McQueen. And it is a young adult novel set in 1950s Alabama. And it is about two kind of outcast teenagers who forge a very uneasy alliance and begin to examine the racial inequality that exists in the South while deciding that they are going to have like the best summer possible. And as Juniper Jones, who is our heroine, says, it will be an invincible summer. So I'm eager to see how they go about this and how this kind of stacks up against all of the racial tension brewing in the South. So this one is The Invincible Summer of Juniper Jones by Devin McQueen. Okay, so I do not always love contemporary romance, and so I don't know if this is a book that I will be reading, but I do really like this author, so... I don't know. It's possible. This is The Player Next Door, and the author is K.A. Tucker, who has done some amazing um, suspense and romantic suspense and new adult romance. She's just super great. So I don't know. I might have to give this a try. This one is a second chance hate-to-love romance about a woman who returns home after years away and is reunited with her high school sweetheart. So, if you love K.A. Tucker, or if you're just a big fan of contemporary romance, this might work for you. It is The Player Next Door, and again, it's by K.A. Tucker. Last up for this section is a book that I've been looking forward to now for about a year. This is Saving Ruby King. And it is by Katherine Adele West. And Ruby King's mother is dead. And the police find her body in her home and don't really seem to care about it. They figure it's just another like incident of crime in this South Chicago neighborhood. And they're not really all that interested in figuring out what happened. But for Ruby, of course, who is um, young at the time that this happens, this is huge in her life and she really wants to know what happened to her mom um, and she also wants to know what's going to happen to her moving forward. So this is a debut novel. It has gotten tons of positive buzz and I am very, very excited for it. It is Saving Ruby King by Catherine Adele West. So those are your new books this week. So let's talk about some pride-related reads. So I'm not going to go into huge amounts of detail about any of these, just because there are a lot of them that I want to make you aware of, and if I give you synopses, we'll be here for a really long time, and no one really wants that. So I'm going to um, pay special attention to authors who are both authors of color and part of the LBGT community themselves. Um, Not every author will fit into this category, but um, I did try to highlight quite a few. So, first up, I want to talk briefly about Cason Callender, who has two books out that I've heard fantastic things about. I own the first one. I don't have the second one yet, but I do want to pick it up. So, the first book is called Queen of the Conquered. And it's a young adult fantasy, and then there's also a book called Felix Ever After, and that again is a case in calendar. Sarah Gailey has written so many books that look really, really great. Um, Magic for Liars, Upright Women Wanted, and River of Teeth, just to name a few. Um, They are a non-binary author and I want to say they are releasing like two or three more books this year. So they are very busy and everyone that I've talked to who has read stuff that they've written have really, really enjoyed their writing. So I definitely want to check this out, especially Magic for Liars, because it's set in like a, a boarding school for people who can do magic and it has some mystery elements and some romance. It just looks super great. So that, again, is Sarah Gailey. Adam Silvera. I have talked about him before on the podcast for various episodes, but I couldn't really highlight LBDT authors without talking, at least briefly, about some of the stuff that he's done, both um, on his own and with author Becky Albertalli. So one of the things that I love about him is the way that he pays really close attention to the intersectionality of his characters. So some of them are dealing with mental illness. Some of them are um, people of color. And they're just such lovely stories that have a little bit of magical realism sometimes, some fantasy elements. He's just so great. My favorite is a young adult contemporary novel called History Is All You Left Me. But I also really liked They Both Die at the End. And his 2020 book is called Infinity Sun. Um, And it looks like it's urban fantasy, which makes me very, very excited because I love urban fantasy. Um, Becky Albertalli teamed up with Adam Silvera and wrote a book called What If It's Us, which is also a male-male romance. And then Becky on her own has a series, um, Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda. And I believe the sequel to that is Leah on the offbeat. And I think those are bisexual characters. Um, So you might want to check those out if you're looking for some good, like bi representation. So it's Adam Silvera and Becky Albertelli. I also want to talk about an older book, This is The Miseducation of Cameron Post by Emily Danforth, and this came out, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, and it's about a young girl who is forced into conversion therapy by her parents, who are super religious, and they catch her kissing another girl, and they flip out, and they send her to this terrible place where she has to undergo this conversion therapy, and it really... Like affects her in a very negative way, as you would imagine. And this is the only book that I've read that really describes what conversion treatment is like. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. So it's not a happy book, but I think it's an important book if you're looking for something um, that will perhaps teach you a little bit about what some people go through. It is, again, The Miseducation of Cameron Post, and it is by Emily Danforth. Abdi Nazimian has written um, a really fantastic book called Like a Love Story. I read it last year and really, really liked it. Um, it is a young adult novel. It has a lot of heart. You should be ready to cry um, if, you know, sad books are hard for you to read. There are parts of this that are really sad. Um, It's set during the 1980s, and so we see some stuff about the um, AIDS epidemic, and it's just, it has such great relationships, and it's just a phenomenal book. He's also written some others, although I have not read any of them, so I can't really comment um, as to, like, you know, much about them but I really loved Like a Love Story by Abdi Nizemian. I recently read my first Adriana Herrera book, which is American Love Story. It's book three in her Dreamers series. And these are romances that sort of show you the way People of color are treated in some of the like small towns in America. These are set in upstate New York and several of the heroes are are black. There are, I think, one or two who are Latinx. Um, it is just really nice to see sweet, sexy romances that have this like deeper social consciousness about them. And I do want to read the rest of the Dreamers books. There are three other ones. And then it looks like Adriana Herrera is starting a new series later this year, um, but I don't have a lot of information about that yet. But that again is American Love Story, and it is the Dreamers, book three, by Adriana Herrera. And lastly, I have to talk about Isabel Sterling. Um, She has released the second book in her series, um, These Witches Don't Burn. This book is called This Coven Won't Break. These are lesbian witches who live in Salem, Massachusetts, but not the Salem that you and I know these days. This is a Salem where witchcraft is alive and well, though kind of operating in the shadows. Um, They are not permitted to do magic like in front of people who do not know about the craft. But all sorts of terrible things happen, and there is a really great female-female romance kind of building throughout the first book, and I'm really excited to read the second one. So Isabel Sterling is fantastic. I'm hoping that even when this series is done, that she will keep writing more young lesbians because we see a lot about um, trans people and bisexual people and gay men, but I feel like there aren't a ton of books that actually talk a lot about lesbians. So I'm very excited for pretty much anything that Isabel Sterling writes. So this one again is These Witches Don't Burn, followed by This Coven Won't Break. So those are just a few things that I wanted to highlight for you today. Some of these I've read. Some of these are things I want to read. But, you know, it's June and I just had to pay a bit of homage to the LBGT community and all of the great authors who produce books that give people the representation that they need. So that's all I have for you today. I hope I have expanded your TBR pile in all kinds of ways.